Reading Srimad Bhagavatam 4.30.14 Chuchyamaya Mukhe Raja Samahapiyusavarsinim Esinim Rodhamanayam Mittadhesadayanvitaha Chut by hunger, came Ayaha, and she was distressed. Mukhe, within the mouth, Raja, the king, Sumaha, the moon, Piyusa, nectar, Varshinim, Oren, Desinim, Pukinga, Rodamanaya, she was crying. Nidahade, place. Daya Anvitaha, in compassion. The after the child who was left to the care of the trees began to cry in hunger at that time. At that time, the king of the forest, namely the king of the moon planet, out of compassion, placed his finger, which poured forth nectar within the child's mouth. Thus the child was raised by the mercy of the king of woman, of the moon. Please respond. Thereafter, the child who was left to the care of the trees, began to cry in hunger. At that time, the king of the forest, namely the king of the moon planet, out of compassion, placed his finger, which poured forth nectar within the child's mouth. Thus the child was raised by the mercy of the king of the moon. Although the Apsara left purport by Divine Grace, Sri Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, although the Apsara left a child to the care of the trees, the trees could not take care of the child properly. Therefore, the trees handed the child over to the king of the moon. The Chandra, the king of the moon, put his finger within the mouth of the child to satisfy her hunger. Since, since all of you are very much obedient to my orders, I ask you to immediately marry that girl who is so well qualified with beauty and good quality. According to the order of your father, create progeny through her. The Prasetas not only were great devotees of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, but were very obedient to the orders of your father. Therefore, the Lord asked them to marry the daughter of Prem Locha. You brothers are all of the same nature. Being devotees and obedient sons of your father, similarly that girl is also of the same type and is dedicated to all of you. 
Thus both the girl and you, the sons of Prachina Bhaisat, are on the same platform, been united on a common principle. Purpose. According to Vedic principle, a woman cannot have many husbands, although her husband can have many wives. In special instance, however, it is found that a woman has more than one husband. Dorpati, for instance, was married to all of the five Pandava brothers. Similarly, the Supreme Personality of Godhead ordered all the sons of Prachina Bhaisa to marry the one girl born of the great sage Kandu and Pramlocha. In special cases, a girl is allowed to marry more than one man, provided she is able to treat her husband equally. This is not possible for an ordinary woman. Only one who has who is specially qualified can be allowed to marry more than one husband. In this age of Kali, to find such an equiposed woman is very difficult. As according to the scripture, Kala Pancha Vivarjayat. In this age, a woman is forbidden to marry her husband's brother. This system is still practiced in some of the hilly tracts of India. The Lord says, Aprata Dharma Sileyam Buyat Patni Arpitasya. With the blessings of the Lord, all things are possible. The Lord especially blessed the girl to surrender equally to all brothers. Apratav dharma meaning occupational duty without difference of purpose. This thought in the Bhagavad Gita is divided into three primary divisions, Karma Yoga, Jnana Yoga and Bhakti Yoga. The word yoga means acting on behalf of the Supreme Personality of God. It is confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 3.9. Ekyanartha karmo niyatra lokayam karma bandhanaha tarartam karma kaunteya mukta shanga samacharam Work done as a sacrifice of Vishnu has to be performed. Otherwise, work binds one to this material world. Therefore, son of Kunti, perform your prescribed duty for his satisfaction. And in that way, you will always remain unattached and free from bondage. One may act according to his own occupational duty just to satisfy the Yikya Purusha, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is called Apratak Dharma. Different limbs of body may act in different ways, but the ultimate objective is to maintain the entire body. Similarly, we work for the satisfaction of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. We will find that we satisfy everything. We should follow in the footsteps of the Prasetas, whose only aim is to satisfy the Supreme Lord. This is called Apratak Dharma. According to Bhagavad Gita 1866, Abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me. This is the advice of Lord Krishna. Our only aim is, should be to act in Krishna consciousness for the satisfaction of the Lord. 
This is oneness apratam dharma. Oma jnana dimirandasya jnana jnana anishalakaya chakshvadan militan jena tasme guruve namaha Sri Jaitanya manobhishtam chitam jena bhutale svayam rupa karamam jitatishva padandikam Vandeyam Shri Guru Shri Yudhapada Kamalam Shri Guru Vaishnavamsya Shri Rupam Sakajatam Sahajana Rudunatam Vitam Kamsayam Shatvitam Javadutam Arjanam Sajitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Vadam Sons of Prichinabahi sir, to take this uh, girl which was left behind going to the uh, Indra's, uh, what do you say? Indra, he sent down this Brahmalocha and <coughs> she broke the austerity of this sage Kandu. Lord Indra doesn't like to see anyone progressing or becoming powerful uh, because of their austerities. Just like the story of Vishwamitra, correct? That story is very popular. Vishwamitra, he was very powerful. Actually, Vishwamitra was a Chatriya. And when he saw Vasistha, having so much power, because he went to Vasisa's ashram and he saw this Kamadenu, and from the Kamadenu, one cow, he got so much of, uh, could supply so much food to everybody, because he went there with his soldiers, you know. And he was shocked, wow. 
one sadhu can do so much power. So then he decided to become a Brahmana. Change of ashram. So ever since that he was always competing with Vasistha. If somebody says Vasistha cannot do, say what he cannot do? I will do. <laughs> you understand? So that was Vishwamitra. And I'm sure you know he took Ramchandra to Ayurveda. Where he went? To the Sita's place. Where is Sita from? Janakapur. Where is that? Mithila. Where is Mithila? Nepal. Nepal. Was oh, in Nepal? Oh, Sita is from Nepal. <laughs> she doesn't look like a Nepali. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> so, <clears throat> then she, uh, he, I mean, of course, Vishwamitra brought him to kill uh, Tara, Tara, ta, ta, what's the name? Yeah? What, what's the demon name, that woman, first woman he killed? Taraka, huh? Krishna is so fond of killing women, no? When he came as Ram, he also killed the first person woman. Huh? Krishna also came first person, he killed was Putana. I think Krishna is found of killing women. <laughs> so here, after that, uh, Indra, he saw that Vishwamitra was throwing a lot of tapasya. He sent uh, Menaka, right? And Menaka, by hearing her ankle bells, you know, Vishwamitra fell down. And he <coughs> left behind, what's her name? Sakuntala, right? And from Sakuntala, then Bharat, Bharat Maharaj came. The story goes. So the point is that Indra is very cautious about anybody trying to outdo him. You know, this is kind of a worry to see. And the sages are very fond of doing the past here because Tapasya is the wealth of the, austerity is the wealth of the, yeah, the saintly personalities. Just like Brahma said, yeah, I think we showed the verse, right? Brahma said, uh, the Lord told him to do tapasya, correct? He heard these two words, tapa, correct? What is that word? Uh, these two words are the wealth of the uh, saintly personalities. And Lord Brahma was told to do austerity. Hmm? I think it's a few verses before this one. Huh? What? No, it is in the uh, 2 9. Not 2 9. Is it 2 9? Two nine. Six. Two nine? Six. So you see here. So Brahma was 
course, nobody could do tapasya like Brahma, who spent so many millions of years doing his austerity, our time calculation. So, see that they, and they joined to become the wealth of the renounced order of life. These two words, uh, one on the syllable of the 16 and the other is 21st, which parcel at the star and power. So tapasya is required. It is the penance that gives a lot of strength. Eh? So here, the Lord is also saying, when, the, when he heard, when, when he heard the sound, he tried to find the speaker searching on all sides. But when he was unable to find anyone beside himself, he thought it wise to sit down on his lotus seat firmly and give his attention to the execution of penance as he was instructed. So this is a very important instruction that was given to Lord Brahma. And Lord Brahma did not see the law. Lord Brahma underwent, Lord Brahma underwent penances for 1,000 years by the calculation of the demigod. One day of the demigod is equal to one year of our time. So 10,000 years of their time is equal to how much? Huh? One thousand years of their demigod time, our time, one year here is equal to one day there. Three hundred and sixty thousand years. One day, Ekadasi already big headache. Huh? Wow, Ekadasi. Yes, see, 360,000 years, not so joke, you know, Brahma sitting down. So he heard the transcendental vibration from the sky and he accepted it as a divine. Thus he controlled his mind and senses and penances he executed were a great lesson for the living entities. Thus is known as the greatest of all ascetics. What was it? It's 2, 9, 6, 15 or 16 when the Lord congratulates him. Hmm? What was that? So then the Lord became satisfied with him and he personally came and shook his hands. He was very happy to see the Lord. Huh? 
So here you see this thing is moving so fast. Eh? Oh, sinless Brahma, you may know from me that it was I who first ordered you to undergo penance when you were perplexed in your duty. Such penance is my heart and soul, and therefore penance and I are not different. See this point here? Ah. See, austerity is the wealth of the uh, saintly personalities, because during austerity, pleases the Lord. In fact, I think you also know that when Devaki and Vasudev, right, they wanted to have a child like Krishna. Hmm? And they were also doing austerity, correct? I create this cosmos by such penance and I maintain it by the same energy. And I withdraw it all by the same energy. Therefore the potent power is penance only. See that? The Lord is saying. So this is a very important point that we need to know. This austerity generates a lot of uh, power. That's why the sages, they go and sit in the Himalayas, or go here, go there, try to sit and do, stay in the water up to the neck on winter time. Huh? And then summertime they stay burning fire all around. Sometimes they put a pot of fire on the head also. You know, summertime, you know, Indian summer, I, I, I mean, for me it's different. <laughs> I'm not used to this Indian summer and all that. Remember I was there in New Delhi for summer I happened to be... I came out of the railway station and it was about 43 or something degrees, you know. I mean, I get here the maximum... How much was the temperature here? 28? 30 the most, right? And the first time I'm there and it's 43, you know. And I was shocked and I was seeing that the bitumen and the road was smoking you know. I said, wow, terrible, eh? this Indian summer, so hot. I mean, I was doing tapasya here, I do nirjal all the time. I mean, in Singapore, what's the problem, you know, not very... I happened to be in Rishikesh, I think it was 1982, maybe. I was doing Nirjal, so I was in Rishikesh. I was completely, I think, the kind of austerity was so difficult. I was in the toilet all the time, you know, taking shower, you know. My Nirjal was like that. <laughs> I said, wow, this place is tough, you know. I mean, and then, not such an easy country. Living ordinarily is tough. I mean, you're going to do some austerity, some more on top of that. that 
That's even more tough. Especially staying in the summer and winter, in Vrindavan. Summertime in Vrindavan, you have to have a gamsha, you know, wet, you know, tie around, waiting. And you put the wet gamsha in two minutes, it's all dry. Yeah? Austerity. I don't know, South India was not so... I don't think South India is like that, right? South India is a little cooler, you know. Wow, Delhi is terrible. Wow, in Darwin, Delhi. My goodness. That is real tapasya. So, <clears throat> why the austerity gives a lot of strength. Tapo Devyam Putrakaha. What is that? Tapo Devyam Putrakaha. Yena Satvam. Yasmat. Sudayat. Brahma Saukyam to Anantam. See how it flows. Tapo Divyam Putrakaha. You must do austerity. Here also Krishna is saying, you must do austerity. Yes? What is that austerity? Tapo Divyam Putrakayena. Huh? Tapo Divyam Putrakayena. Sattvam, yena, sattvam, you come to the mode of goodness. Why you must come to the mode of goodness? Why? What is the answer for that? Why do you need to come to the mode of goodness? Huh? Why? You know there is how many modes? Four. Five. Three. One more mode, sleeping mode, no? <laughs> right? So there are three modes, correct? What are the three modes? Passion, goodness. Very good. Goodness, passion, and ignorance. Yes? Yes? So why you need to go? Actually there's four modes, not three. The other one is the transcendental mode. Understand? Suddha Sattva. Sattvam Vishudam Vasudeva Sabditam. Understand? So that's the fourth mode, is it? Called the Vasudeva platform. So if you come to the mode of goodness by austerity, by austerity only you can come to the mode of goodness. Right? That's why you have to attend what? Mangalarati. Why you have to wake up Mangalarti? There's austerity. And if you don't do that, if you don't come to the mode of goodness, then you cannot have any religiosity. Forget it, not possible. Explain here. The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, the three modes of material nature, namely goodness, passion and ignorance, pertain to material intelligence and not to the spirit soul. 
by development of material goodness one can conquer the modes of passion and ignorance and by cultivating of transcendental goodness one may be free one may free oneself even from material goodness so that yes now this is a very important point the lord is making this is in the second chapter the 11th chapter when the living entity becomes strongly situated in the mode of goodness then religious principle characterized by devotional service to me become prominent one can strengthen the mode of goodness by cultivating those things that are already situated in goodness and thus religious principle the rise in other words if you want to become god conscious you must start off in the mode of goodness See, if you are in the mode of passion it cannot work you understand the passion starts after the sun rises goodness starts one and a half hours before sunrise so anything after sunrise is in the mode of passion and if you go into the mode of passion you cannot have any religious uh, you cannot practice dharma actually you know religious principle strengthened by the mode of goodness destroy the influence of passion and ignorance when passion and ignorance are overcome the original cause irreligion is quickly vanquished Okay, I think I'm sure your parents must have told you, no, don't sleep. Yeah, the sun is coming up. Don't sleep. Yes, did they tell you? Maybe now they tell you, you please sleep. Don't wake up. You're too tired. Please, please sleep. Sleep. Yes, I have my granddaughter because I I wake up at early, you know. Then I'm taking rest in the after I finish my morning. and she comes around because she is sleeping now and she wakes up and she comes and says morning time you cannot sleep is <laughs> correct and she slept nicely and she coming now morning time you is not supposed to sleep is it how friends so the point is this that if you or we do not practice this austerity of waking up in the morning then we cannot become religiously inclined we are wasting our time because irreligion will come inside you understand eh yeah? yeah. what what is this irreligion no?
when one's peaceful consciousness is strengthened by the mode of goodness, is fixed on the personality of Godhead, one is, achieves religiosity, knowledge, and detachment and opulence. So when you go to the mode of transcendental goodness, you develop this religiosity, knowledge, detachment, and opulence. Now, if you do not come to this platform, when one's consciousness is fixed on the material body, home and other similar objects of sense gratification, one spends one life chasing up the material objects with the help of the senses, Consciousness that powerfully affected by the mode of passion become dedicated to impermanent thing and in this way irreligion, ignorance, attachment and wretchedness arise. So this is the point. You understand? If we don't practice this, this coming to the mode of goodness, then we will be entangled in this. Yeah? Yes? Can you see? And this is why there's so much problem. Fighting, quarreling, bickering, so many problems. Because these are all passionate activities. They become very strong, prominent. That's why austerity, even Brahma was advised to do austerity. Brahma, he did for 360,000 years. Can you imagine? As human being, if we want to become perfect, then we are also supposed to do austerity. Yes? What is our austerity? What is our austerity? Mangalarati. Huh? Not Gorarati. Some temples are known of Prabhu, we only do Gora Arati. And is it, you know what is Mangala? Mangala, is, is there such a word called Mangala Arati? You understand? This morning waking up program is very, very important. And if you don't do it, Prabhupada then you are an animal. You degrade yourself to the position of and you fall down, you fall down, for sure. You know, in my course of uh, experience, I've seen those who do not do this program, they cannot make it spiritual. Yeah? One devotee was telling me, I went to his temple, and I noticed that all the people, they come at seven o'clock, you know. At 4.30 in the morning, there's not much person, no Pujari so on. But at 7 o'clock, they all, householder, children, everybody comes. And he told me, you know, in your temple, I see, he came here also, he told me, in your temple, your Mangalati is... But in my temple, our 7 o'clock program is first class. And now the temple is finished. His seven o'clock temple is what? Finished. You understand? 
Prabhupada says, if you don't do this morning thing, yeah, you'll fall down. You'll fall down for sure. You can give a million reasons, million, not more, two million reasons also. No, no, Prabhu, I cannot come in the morning. Yeah? You can say, because I work late, I did this, that, so many reasons. But all these reasons you cannot justify. That's a saying, right? Time and tide waits for no. And our time is given. I don't know how many years. And if we do not use that to purify our consciousness, then we cannot make it future. Because the mode of passion and ignorance, nobody gets delivered by being in that mode. When you go into the mode of passion, where do you go? What is the verse? Where do you go? The mode of passion. Yeah? What verse is that? Tell me. The mode of passion, where you go? Where's the word? Maybe the ladies are better, huh? Where? The ladies are passionate, right? Where? Come on, come on. No, you go to the word and say the mode of passion. That in the mode of goodness, the Brahmins, uh, demigods are very powerful. The mode of passion, the demons become powerful. And in the mode of weakness, the ignorant, uh, those who are fractured, they become extremely powerful. I think this verse is there in 11.25 something. Is that? Give you a clue. Is it either is there or in 1122? Huh? Where is it? So you see, when you go into the mode of passion, then you become, you become demonic. And I'm, I'm sure you know what is the demonic behavior. They are always in Sanskrit, the word is vipariyaya, always opposing to God. Opposite. Everything they do is always against. You understand? That's demonic. And if you go into the mode and you become demonic, what will happen to your life? The demons, what? Either they take birth here, and, and Krishna says, those who are demonic, I cast them to lower and lower and lower species where they will stay there perpetually. Yes? And in chapter 16. So you see how the whole consciousness can become very much uh, disturbing. And accordingly we have to take birth because we all are going to die. And nobody is here going to stay here forever and forever. That's not possible. Yes? So we have been going through this cycle for millions and millions of years, at least 150 billion years. 
No, trillion years. 150 trillion years we have been doing this. Going up, going down, sometimes human, sometimes man, sometimes woman, sometimes eunuch, like this. You understand? Because our cycle has been activated in this consciousness. So again and again we try to not become serious, then our whole program is going to become again miserable. You understand? Seven one eight. Not in eleven? What? Seven one eight? I thought it was in 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 nine, When the quality of goodness is prominent, the sages and demigods flourish with the help of that quality with which they are infused and surcharged by the Supreme Lord. Similarly, when the mode of passion is prominent, the demons flourish. And when the ignorance is prominent, the yakshas and rakshasas flourish. The Supreme Personality of Godhead is present in everyone's heart, fostering the reaction of Satvagun, Rajagun and Tamagun. So you see how so if you want to join what who is in the demon category, Hiranya Kashipu came, Ravana came. Yes? Correct? The demon become prominent. And if you are going to the ignorance, then all these ghosts and goblins and all. Understand? See how it is categorized. So waking up and trying to come to the mode of goodness is for prime importance. You know, very important. So I hear, and this verse, So here, this verse, among, among, the ten, among the ten items I have just mentioned, the great sages who understand Vedic knowledge have praised and recommended those that are in the mode of goodness, criticized and rejected those in the mode of ignorance, and shown indifference to those in the mode of passion. 
So see how the sadhus, they recommend those who are in the mode of goodness. They criticize and reject those in the mode of ignorance and they show indifferent to those in the mode of passion. That means to get the blessings of the sadhus, they don't give any blessing to those who are in the mode of passion and ignorance. Or in other words, the Lord is not to give, is not going to give you any blessings. They're not possible. Because the Lord will not associate with anyone in the mode of passion and ignorance. Not possible. That's why demigod worship more or less recommended for such people. You can see all the prominent demons they worship who? Huh? Lord Shiva, Lord Brahma, huh? Durga, they are all in this category. But the one in the mode of goodness, ah, he will worship only Krishna. There's a difference, you know, according to the modes. So today's verse, that austerity, how Indra, you know, he became very much captivated and someone who doing this austerity will become powerful. So he sends out his, uh, you know, pool of uh, apsaras to seduce the yogi to dethrone him so that he doesn't become the next Indra, you know, it's very frightening. But because Krishna is kind, for those people who fall down like that, for those people who fall down like that, okay, <clears throat> Sometimes the progress of imperfect transcendental is checked by the attachment to family members, disciples, or others, was sent by envious demigods for that purpose. But on the strength of their accumulated advancement, such imperfect transcendentalists will resume their practice of yoga in the next life. They will never again be trapped in the network of fruity work. So, they may fall down, but next life, uh, they will not again be alert, you know. They stay here. So that's one, one kind of a blessing. But the devotee, uh, he does not go through this kind of situation. Because the devotee is always protected by the law. What is that verse? Bhagavad Gita. The devotee is always protected by the Lord. Mahatmanas to Mamparta Devim Prakritim Ashritaha. What is that word? 9.13. So the devotees, they come under special categories. The devotee is gone, you know, because Krishna also said, no? Kauntaya pratijane ma bhakta pranashati. 
ಸ್ವಾತ್ಮನಸ್ತು ಮಾಂ ಪಾರ್ಥ ದೈವೀಂ ಪ್ರಾಕೃತಿ ಆಶ್ರಿತ ಭಜಾಂತಿ ಅನನ್ಯ ಮನಸೋ ಯಾಂತಬುಧಾದಿ ಮಾ ವ್ಯಯ ಓಸನ್ ಆಫ್ ಪ್ರೀತಾ ದೋಸ್ ಹೂ ಆರ್ ನಾಟ್ ಡಿಲೂಡೆಡ್ ದ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ಸೋಲ್ ಅಂಡರ್ ದ ಪ್ರೊಟೆಕ್ಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಡಿವೈನ್ ನೇಚರ್ ಫುಲ್ಲಿ ಎಂಗೇಜ್ ಇನ್ ಡಿವೋಷನಲ್ ಸರ್ವಿಸ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ದೇ ನೋ ಮೀ ಆಸ್ ದ ಸುಪ್ರೀಮ್ ಪರ್ಸ್ನಾಲಿಟಿ ಗಾಡ್ ಇಟ್ ಆರ್ಜಿನಲ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಇನ್ ಎಕ್ಸಾಸ್ಟಬಲ್ ಸೊ ದಾಟ್ ಫಾರ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದಿ ವಾಟ್ ವಿ ಸೇ ಎ ವೆರಿ ಇಂಪಾರ್ಟೆಂಟ್ ಫ್ಯಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಸೊ ವೆನ್ ಯು ಕಮ್ ಟು ದ ಮೋಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಗುಡ್ನೆಸ್ ಯು ಲೈನ್ ಯುವರ್ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದಾಟ್ ಮೋಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದೆನ್ ಯು ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಟೆಂಡ್ ದಾಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಕಮ್ ಟು ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಟೆಂಡ್ ಗುಡ್ನೆಸ್ ಬ್ರಾಹ್ಮಭೂತ ಪ್ರ ಪ್ರಸನ್ನಾತ್ಮ ನಾ ಸೋಚತೆ ನಾ ಕಾಂಚತೆ ಸಮಹಂಸ ಭೂತಾನ ಮಾತ್ ಭಕ್ತಿ ಲಭತೆ ಪರಂ ಸೊ ವೆನ್ ಅ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಕಮ್ ಟು ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಕಾನ್ಷಿಯಸ್ನೆಸ್ ದೆನ್ ಈಸ್ ಪ್ರೊಟೆಕ್ಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ಕೃಷ್ಣಸ್ ಡಿವೈನ್ ಎನರ್ಜಿ ಏನೋ ವೈ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಹೀಸ್ ಕಾನ್ಷಿಯಸ್ನೆಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಕಾನ್ಷಿಯಸ್ನೆಸ್ ಇನ್ ಒನ್ನೆಸ್ you understand this why today's word apratak what is the word no apratak non different so because the devotee's consciousness is only thinking on how to serve the lord and the lord's consciousness is how to serve the devotee you understand that is explained here this is how it works you see the moment you come to this platform hmm, then you see how everything flows sadava hridayam mahyam sadunam hridayam paham mat anyate na janati naham tebyo manakalati the devotees are always in my heart and i am always in the heart of the devotee the devotee does not know anything beyond me and i also cannot forget the devotee this is called oneness in consciousness you follow that huh? you understand huh? that's why the devotees they don't know anything else but krishna It's a very interesting word, I kind of, uh, you know, I kind of was intrigued by this word. And it's here. I think it's here. I think it's here, sorry, maybe it's here. <coughs> paramahamsas devotees who have accepted the essence of life are attached to krishna in the core of their heart and he is the aim of their lives it is their nature to talk only of krishna at every moment as if such topics are newer and newer they are attached to such topics just as the materialists are attached to topics of women and sex 
see the consciousness of the devotee. Any time they get, they talk only about Krishna. Whereas the materialist, every time he get what? What he talks about? Yes? This word is very, uh, you know, correct? Let's read the purport and find out. The word Sarabratam means Paramahamsas. The hamsas or swan accept milk from a mixture of milk and water and reject the water. Similarly, the nature of person who has taken the spiritual life in Krishna consciousness, understanding Krishna to be the aim of the life, and soul of everyone is that they cannot give up Krishna Katha or topics about Krishna at any moment. Such Paramahamsas always see Krishna within the core of the heart. Santa Sadeva Hridayashru Vilokayanti. You know where this word is coming from? Uh, very good. Kama, desire, krodha, anger, bhaya, fear always present in the material world. But in the spiritual or transcendental world, one can use them for Krishna. Kamam Krishna Kama Arupane, the desire of the Paramahamsa therefore is to act always for Krishna. Krodha, Bhakta Divisejana, they use anger against the non-devotees and transform bhaya or fear into fear of being deviated from Krishna consciousness. And this way the life of the Paramahamsa devotee is used entirely for Krishna. Just as the life of a person attached to material world is used for simply for women and money. What is day for the strength materialistic person is night for the spiritual. What is very sweet for the materialist, namely woman and money, is regarded as poison by the spiritualist. This word, huh? Santarsam vishayinamata yoshitam cha ahanta hanta visha bhakshayanato pi This one is the beginning line, is the same as that word. The beginning, is it? Yeah, Niskinchanasya Bhagavad Bhajano Kasya Paramparam Jekamasu Bhagavad Bhava Sagarasya. This is quoted by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This verse, you know. Eh? Why he quote this? Because, what is name? Sarvama Bhattacharya was insisting that he meet the king, Pradhapa and he did not want to meet the king because the king is a man of sense gratification. You know. So he said, please, I, I don't want to meet this. Greatly lamenting, the Lord then informed Sarvam Bhattacharya. Alas, for a person who seriously desiring to cross the material ocean and engage in transcendent loving service of the Lord without material motive, seeing a materialist, Engage in self-gratification or seeing a woman who is similarly interested is more abominable than drinking poison willingly. You see how much the mode of passion is completely rejected by the... Just by seeing, not, we don't say getting involved, seeing already. This is how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. For him, no woman can come near him, you know, they have to bow down far, far away. Understand? Now these women groups are so strong. No? See how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would have been rejected by them. I'm sure they reject him. Uh, he is a what? Male what? What do you call it? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what can
can I crazy demology? You know, a woman, no, God cannot be man, woman. What is he? Then either. Animal. <laughs> what? <laughs> I look at their mentality. Because they're so strong in their mode of passion. Women are more in the mode of passion. The passionate drive, correct? You understand? And what happened? Huh? Overbearing. No, God cannot be man. God must be woman. Huh? God is woman. You understand? You see how they conjecture. You understand this point? Therefore, it is very important that the, you know, man come to the mode of pure goodness. Then he can help. Because when you come to the mode of goodness, I mean pure goodness, what are the qualities in the mode of goodness? You become enthusiastic, correct? And then what happens? You also become what? Enthusiasm, you are patient and you are determined. Now very interesting point that while I was, happened to glance through the nectar of devotion, I was talking to him yesterday on that. To this point here, what time is it? Finished. See, this is a very important uh, devotional service. So you see here, when there is an absence of enthusiasm, it is called cowardice. So if the man loses his spiritual enthusiasm, then he falls down to this one. You become a coward. Then what he does? Compromise. No, no. Okay, darling, is all right. You understand? You follow? Then all kind of what? Irreligious principle what? Will knock the door. It's all right, all right. Darling, is all right. For you, yeah, it's all right. Huh? You understand? Then you see what happens. Because he's a coward. Oh, if I don't compromise, Prabhu, I won't be able to sleep in the house. You understand? This is science. I'm, I'm not here to make you laugh. Huh? Science. You understand? That's why the woman, she has to be submissive. You cannot at any time cross the line. If you cross, both go to hell. Both go to hell, for sure. You understand? That's why you see Gandhari. When she heard her husband is blind, what she said? Wow, my husband is blind. No, 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 I'll be his eyes. Huh? Did she say that? But she did. Took the cloth and covered her eye. I cannot be more than my husband. Finish. And because of that, she's one of the chaste women. You know? Powerful. Mystic power she got. 
So my so she called Duryodhana, you know, okay, you come. You come naked. Because Krishna was smart. Why you go naked in front of your mother? Okay, cover yourself. <laughs> and he covered his bottom and when she opened her eyes to give him all the power, she said, why did you, I told you to come, why did you come with us? Krishna told me. Then she just shake her head. I am trying to save you and I don't think you can be saved. Because mother, no, she wants to save the child. She was so powerful because she did that. That's why women who are chased, they get so much power. They don't need to go to the mountain, the hill and stand one leg underwater, this, that, all. No, 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 no. They become extremely powerful if they become chased. That's the only duty. You understand? And if they are chased and they can help the husband, then they are both candidates eh, to go to the... But if this happens, no enthusiasm. Enthusiasm only can generate if you do the morning program. If you wake up, if you chant, you do Mangalarti, you associate, then definitely you will become enthusiastic. But if you don't do that, then it's going to be bad news. Huh? You and darling, I don't know where you will go. There is a darling loka. I think, Prabhu is dangerous, very dangerous. You understand? So therefore we cannot compromise on this. If we want to become Ekaha Gurunandana, what is that? Verse? Ekaha Guru Nandana, what verse is that? 2 what? 241. See here. You want to become one minded, eh? say here Krishna says. Those who are, those who are on the path are resolute in purpose and their aim is one. O beloved child of Guru, the intelligence of those who are irresolute is many brands. You understand? And this happens when you are coming down from the mode of passion. The passionate person, he cannot sit still. You know, his mind is going, going, two phone, three phone, huh? Not one phone, two, three phone. Understand? Passionate. <laughs> Understand this point? He cannot keep still, cannot, like a child, you know, or a monkey. I think the monkey is the most passionate animal. Yes? Correct? So you see how dangerous it is. And you might, you are resolute in determination means what? Resolute many branch means what? You cannot focus. Huh? You cannot focus, not possible. Correct? Yes? Huh? So what will happen when you cannot focus? At the time of death, what will happen? It's going to be dangerous news. Yes? That's why to fix the mind. Ekaha Kuru Nandana, fixing. 
That's why again Krishna's life. What is that verse? Tasmat Ekena Manasa. What is that? Two one fourteen. Ah, Krishna again used the word ekena manas. Right. So we have to come in line with God, Krishna. Then everything works. Like here, the the prasetas, because they are fixed. Okay, you work with this woman. She's also like that. So you will be all right, compatible. Everything flows because the Lord is the center. Huh? You understand? But is there some involvement uh, other than centering on the Lord? Then the determination is many branched, and everything gets played out. Neither here, neither there. Everything becomes messy. You understand? Become messy. That's why. Yeah, what is that? You got that word? Tasmat? Huh? One, two, fourteen. One, two, fourteen. Huh? So here you see Krishna again is saying this. Tasmat ekena manasa. Bhagavan Sattvatam Patihi Srotavya Kirtavyascha Deya Pujascha Nityada Therefore, with one-pointed attention, one should constantly hear about, glorify and remember and worship the Personality of Godhead, who is the protector of the devotees. You understand this word? One-pointed attention. Understand? That's why Krishna says very simply, Sarva Dharma Parityaja Mamekam Conclusion. You don't go here, go there, or no. You just surrender onto me alone. Yes. The surrendering alone on the, by Krishna is spoken by Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita. It's also spoken in the Bhagavad Gita. I mean, the Bhagavad Gita here we are speaking. Huh? Here also it is said, see this word, Mam Ekam Eva Sharanam. I think this is very easy to understand, right? Huh? What does this mam ekam eva sharanam? Only unto me. Yes? Understand? So here in this verse, my dear Uddhava, I just go to this part. Simply take shelter of me alone. See that? For I am the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Again, Krishna is saying, just take shelter of me alone. Then everything becomes 
a, a line. In another place here, where is it? 62 is it? Brahma Samhita. 61. No, it's uh, how you do it? 5 BS. Yes, five, huh? Oh, got it here. See again, huh? Dharmam anye parityaj maam ekam bhaja vimasvan. Again, same. Lord Brahma is saying. Huh? You understand? There's no two, there's only. Krishna is saying, not Brahma. Brahma is saying to Krishna. I mean, Krishna is saying to Brahma. So you see how, again, single-mindedness, abandoning all meritorious performance of me with faith. Because here, the translation is, the realization will correspond to the nature of one's faith. The people of the world act callous, ceaselessly in pursuit of some idea. By meditating on me, by means those things will obtain devotion characterized by love in the shape of a supreme self. This is Bhakti Siddhanta's translation. Not Prabhupada, not this is Bhakti. So this English is a little, you know, 19, what? 18 Victorian English, you know, this one. Right? Victorian English is a little different. But the point you can see, surrendering to me, cannot surrender to here, surrender to there. It's not possible. You understand? Therefore, they say all rivers lead to the same ocean. That philosophy is not valid. That philosophy is not valid. You understand? Therefore, here today, the whole thing is nullified. Huh? See here. It is said, it is said here, it is said that one result is obtained by worshipping the supreme cause of all causes and that another result is obtained by worshipping what is not supreme. All this is heard from undisturbed authorities who clearly explained it. That means not that you, you worship Krishna and you worship Shiva and Ganesh and everybody, yeah, yeah, all go to the same destination, no? Like today's purpose, one who does karma yoga, jnana yoga, all these things, but Krishna ultimately say what? Abandon all these things and just surrender to me alone. You follow this point? It is not that all rivers lead to this ocean. Some rivers don't go to ocean, they go to some lakes. Yes? So this philosophy is not accepted. You follow? Yes, here. 
thing I have to stop uh, going on. What is it? 431, what? The root? So here in this verse, that's why it's advice. By giving water to the root of the tree, one satisfies branches, twigs, leaves, and by satisfying food to stomach, one satisfies all the senses of the body. Similarly, by engaging in the transcendental service of the Supreme Lord, one automatically satisfies all the demigods and all other living entities. That's then this. This is what? Fixing our mind and only in. So the point here, the story is explained. I think you can go and refer when you are, when you have your, I mean, it's a homework, huh? This uh, pastimes of, uh, what is it? 15, what? 115. Fifteen eleven. Huh? You go back and you read this thing. Huh? Part of your. So here in this verse, it clearly shows that by serving Krishna, everybody is satisfied. I'm sure you know this story, right? During his exile, Durvashamuni was who eats with his ten thousand disciples. Put us in dangerous trouble because of an intrigue with by our enemies. At that time, Lord Krishna, simply by accepting the remnants of food, saved us. By his accepting food, the assembly of Munis, while bathing in the river, fell sumptuously fed, and all the three were also satisfied. You know the story, right? Krishna came, I mean, Duryodhan sent Durvasha Muni, and his 10,000 disciples to the house of, I mean, to the place of Yudhisthira, particularly at a time when Durpadi has eaten from the Akshaya Patra. You know, so that there's no way they can feed 10,000 people. So in this way, Duryodhan wanted Durvashamuni to curse Yudhisthira. You understand? See how Duryodhan's mind, you know. But of course, Durpadi, and Pandavas were put into a lot of problems. Okay, you read the purport, the story is there. And now Krishna appeared. Uh, and he took a little bit of the in a pot. He didn't wash properly that day, probably, I don't know. And there was some sabji inside the pot, a little bit, leaf was sticking. And Krishna came, Did you, do you have something to eat? No, we have eaten, there's nothing. No, no, bring the pot. So when the pot was brought, Krishna saw this little leaf, you know, just a little. <coughs> and he took that and he ate. And the 10,000 sages in the river, they all felt they've been eaten to the neck. And they say, if we go there to Yudhisthira, you will prepare so much nice thing and we don't eat offensive. So they quietly left the... How Krishna said, but the point I'm making is that if you get Krishna, you get everything. But if you don't get Krishna, then you get nothing. 
You understand? That's why the devotees, they don't want to leave Krishna at any cost. They don't want anything, anything they don't want. They just only want Krishna. You understand? That is the conclusion of the point here. So the devotees, they can get everything, but they are not interested. Because my devotees possess saintly behavior and deep intelligence, they completely dedicate themselves to me and do not desire anything besides me. Indeed, even I offer them liberation from birth and death, they do not accept it. You see how the mood of the devotee. They don't want nothing. They only want Krishna. That is the mood. So that's why ekena manusya. Not different from Devotee is mine and Krishna is mine. Same. This is called devotional service. Alright, so I think I have explained this point at length. Is there anything to add or? Uh, huh? 11, 14, 21. 11, 14, 21, yes. That's the Bhagavanam verse for. For Sarva Dharma Parityaja, you know the Sarva Dharma Parityaja verse is quoted in this verse. Prabhupada quote this uh, in the Bhagavadam, you know, anyway for others to know. So this verse is quoted, Bhaktiaham Ekaya Graya. See that? Bhaktiaham ekaha analoy. Alloy means mixed up. Analoy means no mixing. Only by practicing analoy devotional service with full faith in me can one obtain me. The Supreme Personality of Godhead. I am naturally dear to my devotees who take me as the only goal of their loving service. By engaging in such pure devotional service, even the dog eaters can purify themselves from the contamination of their low birth. So like that, there are many verses pointing out that we should only surrender to Krishna and nobody else. And Krishna is not unkind. If a person surrenders to him totally, he similarly reciprocates, you know. You understand? It's not a one-sided thing, no. The Lord is equally also, you know. You, as Prabhupada said, you take one step to Him, He takes what? Nine steps to you, no? Nine or eight? <laughs> Even that is controversial, no? All right. Prabhupada said this, this Karma Yoga, Jnana Yoga, Ashtanga Yoga, all those dharmas.
Actually, Indra is very, what we say, you can say that he's wrong on his path, you know. Because the incident is very much seen when he stole the horses that uh, Prithu Maharaj sacrificed. And, the, and he, he was doing something which is completely bogus. And in the whole situation, the Lord had to personally come and bring Indra also to ask forgiveness from Prithu Maharaj. If it, the Lord is sanctioning the activity, there's no reason for him to bring Indra to see Prithu Maharaj. You can read the incident there. And he was very shameful, Prithu, I'm sorry, Indra was very shameful. So that shows that the Lord is not what, supporting his so-called nefarious activities. Right? There you can read in the purport of that 297 just now. Brahma, you know, in that 16. That is the verse there. We read that. We read that. 29, what was that? 6. Huh? 296. Uh, austerity is the game of the Brahmins. They are the they wealth, you see, they voluntarily they take. The, the wealth of the, 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 the sadhus is what? Austerity. By their power they can, uh, like Kadama Muni, who was sitting in the forest and meditating, and then he married, uh, what was the name? Devahuti. And then she wanted to, you know, she cannot stay like this, you know, she wanted to have children. So by his mystic power he created a whole city that could fly. I mean, can you do that? They will tax you. <laughs> I don't know, they will tax you for your parking in the space or something. You see how powerful he is. He could, like this. And one more person also, what is his name? Sobari Muni. He married 50 queens, you know. And he also, powerful. Sadhus are very, very powerful. Of course, now they are all finished. They are smoking ganja now. <laughs> That's all they do. You see them, what? Like this, they pass around the move, right? And then dumb, what do you call that? Dumb. You become dumb. <laughs> you take this dumb, you become dumb. You see how the sadhus, how powerful they are. Understand? Finish. Anyway, we have to follow our spiritual master. That is our saving grace. Hmm? Anything else? Finish. All right. Thank you very much. All glories to all of you. All glories to Prabhupada. Hare Krishna.